Hey guys, David here and welcome to the FitPro Daily. This week is a little bit different to usual as we're going to talk about systemizing your fitness business. In other words, how we can use systems and automation to make your life easier. And to start the week off, we've started with a guest interview. What we're going to do is we're going to invite Kelly Blondell on. and She's going to share with you the systems and strategies she implemented as a virtual assistant to help a fitness business get to six figures in just one year. But before we do dive into today's guest interview, if you're brand new to the channel and you haven't already subscribed yet, make sure you do click that big red button below to subscribe. That way you never miss any future episodes and you can always check back on these previous episodes too. Anyway, let's dive straight into today's guest interview. Good afternoon everybody and welcome to today's special guest interview. Today we have Kelly on and she's on to talk about how she uh, helps support a business get six figures in their first year. So I definitely think, I probably say this at the start of every episode, but I think this is a big podcast that a lot of people are going to pay a lot of attention to because the stuff that you're probably going to talk about and cover is going to be key. And like, like for yourself, which we'll probably go into key for the fitness industry, but also you've now taken these systems and steps and progresses into different industries, which we'll probably talk about in a minute. So mm-hmm. welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having no, me. No worries. <laughs> so um, we start off usually by finding out how you got started in the fitness industry or did, were you in the fitness industry to begin? Um, I was not. So what it was, my fiance at the time, had just qualified to be a personal trainer and he didn't want to work for he was working in a hotel um and he was earning like minimum wage having to hop on reception and do all that kind of like stuff you don't want to be doing as a p uh, as a pt um so he wanted to work for himself so he realized that in order to be able to do that with such a saturated market would be to get a business coach get a mentor and figure out how to kind of be seen more. Mm. Um, But what he quickly realized when he did that is he didn't know how to implement any of the advice because this is the thing, when you're taught how to do something specifically as a business owner, if you're a personal trainer or you're a yoga teacher or a nail technician, whatever it is, you're taught how to do that thing, but you're you're not taught necessarily how to run your business. So when the business coach was talking to him about funnels and lead magnets and automations, he was just like, don't know what you're talking about. And I'm a qualified business administrator. So I've been doing that for like 10 years. So I just said to him, well, I'll do it because I get it. You know, it's not to me. It makes sense. It's not it's not difficult. So that is that's kind of how it all came to be. Wow. Okay. And how, how did it go for him? How far did he manage to grow then? Um, well, it scaled to six figures in the first year. We went to Japan for a mastermind with our business coach. We got cookbooks on Amazon. We ended up getting our own juice made in a local juice bar. So yeah, he was pretty happy. (laughs) (laughs) And you've taken these skills and these implements and systems and everything. And now you're doing it in a number of different industries are you. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I actually had a business coach come to me and say, I've been watching you. Can you, can you help me? And I said, yeah. 
So I've kind of gone more towards the small business owners and business coaches. Because there are actually, there are other virtual assistants who specialize in fitness professionals who I can let you know if you want to know who they are or who it is. So she does that. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we might go into all this stuff later, but we just want to get to know you and how you've managed to, I don't know, become so successful or how you've managed to help so many fit pros or other fitness business or businesses become so successful. Why do you think the strategies and steps that we'll talk about in a minute uh, work so well across different types of industries then? Because it's, <clears throat> it's transferable because it's just systemization. So it's just time is money mm. so if you're spending a bunch of time emailing people out things or worrying about what content you're going to put out or anything like that then you're wasting money that is billable hours for you yeah, yeah. so I, I think as well what a lot of people do when they're starting out is they worry they think well i can't give this to somebody else because that's my money and I need to keep that money. But if you think if you could be earning 60 pounds an hour, paying somebody 25 to do all of your backend stuff, it's worth it because you're losing that 60 pounds by doing that hour's work. Nice. Instead of actually make, you know, you're making an extra 35 if you give it to somebody else. So it's about leveraging your time. Perfect. So let's kind of go through the systems and for somebody maybe just getting started in the fitness industry, then what kind of systems do you reckon they need? What Let's say like the three to five systems that they really need to get implemented right away to really hit the ground running. Straight away, stop selling hours of your time. That is the first, the first thing. What you need to be doing, what you want to be doing is selling results. So you need to say, if you want to drop a dress size that's going to take this long and it's going to cost you this much. So you're not saying buy a block of 10 and hoping they'll sign up again. Because what will happen is you'll sell them the package, they'll get the result and then they'll think, oh, well, you know, I've still got another dress size I would like to lose or there might still be some kind of more strength that I want to get to. So that's the first thing. First thing is stop selling your time. Mm-hmm. So, um, So in order to get people to be interested in the first place, you need to have a lead magnet. And the thing that I find for personal trainers is the simplest is a free transformation session. I mean, it's how simple is that? You can start doing that today. Put a post up saying, I'm looking for 10 people who want a free transformation session. Absolutely free. Who wants one? That's it then use that last 15 minutes of that transformation session to sell them onto a package. They're feeling really good. They're feeling really pumped. They're excited. And then you say to them at the end, what's your goal? Oh, it's to lose dress size. Okay. Well, judging by how we work together and you know, your measurements and et cetera, this is how long it's going to take. This is how much it's going to cost. You want to just sign up. And they usually do. So then you need to make sure that you've got then the automation going through to how you support them. And that's, that's an individual thing. Some people um, like it all automated so that they, that's it. The person just goes into their funnel and it's all, you know, all the emails get sent out. Some people like to do it individually so that it's more kind of tailored to the person. So it, it really depends on what you want for that 
So you're talking about when somebody pays to uh -huh. come onto your program and you've sold them onto uh, a monthly program or a six week program, whatever you're selling them on. The yeah. automation is the <clears throat> weekly or daily emails to kind of give them tips and advice while they're with you in that process. Yeah. Um, what we did is we we individually sent out, we had a template of copy um, and we would just amend it and then manually send it out which is fine to do if you've got an assistant or if you're quite happy to take the time to do that. Mm -hmm. But you can have, you can be in a CRM in an email management system where you just tag the person um, into an automation as soon as they pay and sign up so that all those emails are just ready to go and get sent out. But it, you, it's hard to personalize that. So say you want to say, hey, such and such thank you so much for signing up for the 12 weeks so excited to get you started in that time i promise you we will do xyz you can't really do that in an automation obviously because it's you know it's it's personalized so it depends how again it's about levering your time depends how important it is to have the personal touch but that's up to you as a business owner what you would pick yeah. And what type of things would you put in this automation, this this range of emails that are going to send that are going to be sent then? Depends how you do it. So if you if it's a 12 week and you send them or you expect them to send you weekly check ins, you might expect them to send you weekly photos or their measurements every week. It might be an automation just to say, hey, it's Friday evening. How are you getting on? expect your measurements in on Saturday or whatever. And then you're not having to think, oh, I need to chase up such and such because they'll just be doing it. They'll just be prompted. So that's quite handy. And it's really good as well to get into the habit of making sure you're getting before and after photos or photos along the way because you want them for your testimonials. So I would recommend doing that. Um, you can also do a kind of nurture as you're going along when you're getting towards the end of the package where you're saying, how are you finding it? Is there anything I can help you with? You know, that, you know, that kind of the support side of it, you can make sure that all of that's scheduled because then it's just, ha again, it's just happening for you. And you know that you are really taking care of your client without actually having to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Something that we do quite a lot of, so we have the automation in place and then we send, like you say, the manual stuff at the same time, whether that be a welcome card or just checking up. You've been with us two yeah. weeks now or I noticed you were a bit down in that session the other day. How have you been getting on the stuff? So combining them both, I think, is what works well, what's worked well for us as we've been going. Yeah. Okay, so you've got this this email system. What other type of uh, systems or things we need to put in place that will support incoming clients and um i think financial as well is quite important hmm. um mostly or more more so for the personal trainer the pt because if you're letting people pay all over the place then it's really hard to know what your projections are when money's coming in and it can be really stressful and i think that goes back again to the selling time over selling packages yeah so um if you choose two dates in the month, so say, for example, you choose the 15th and the 28th, those are the only times that the people can pay. So when you sign them up to a new package, you either backdate it or you would backdate it if they're not like right on the on the mark. 
So that way, you know that on the 15th, you have to check your accounts. On the 28th, you have to check your accounts. Then if the person hasn't paid, then they get tagged and then the email gets sent out saying, hey, just a friendly reminder, you haven't paid yet. So that's another another good one. Yeah, that, that's slightly different to what we do. We just have them pay in the, whatever dates they pay. So I think it depends how you're doing it, because if you if you have um, Stripe or PayPal or something like that, that's easy enough because you're just setting it up. But because I'm based in Jersey, what we had a massive problem was Stripe doesn't recognize Jersey yeah. as like a place. Same um, yeah, it was it was ridiculous. And um, PayPal wants to take a fee. So if you want, if you're, if you're happy with that, and to be quite honest, there's not a problem with that because if it's getting money in the bank and it's saving you stress and hassle, yeah, then yeah, that's yeah. fine. Um, but if you don't want them to take a fee and you just want people transferring into your bank account, straight into your bank account, then set the two dates so it's not coming in all over the place. Yeah, I reckon having those two two separate dates is quite a good one for especially somebody starting or a, like a sole person who's doing all these jobs because they're not having to do yeah. the banking every single day. Whereas like we've got a full time staff member, that's basically their job is to go through the payments. So they're always on top of it. But if you set those two payment dates and how were you tagging them then? So if they haven't paid, was that just an automated me email somehow or was that connected up in a special way? Because it was because it was me doing all the support, I'm always going to advocate having a having a virtual assistant because <laughs> that's what I do. So I'm always going to say have a have a member of you know have a team member who does all of that. But if you don't, then depending on what CRM you use, it's as simple as tagging the person um, in your CRM with the automation you've already written. So. You write, you write the automation and it says, hi, whoever, uh, just to let you know, I've just checked the accounting and you haven't paid yet. You know, there are reasons for this. It could be that your cards, you know, the, the nice, the nice stuff that you say instead of just saying you haven't paid. Um, and then you just tag the person into that automation. Then as soon as it's done, you untag them. Perfect. No, that's good. Uh, so we've gone through onboarding or the follow-up series to kind of support the clients. We've talked about financing and stuff, but we haven't really talked about what a virtual assistant actually is yet. Some people may be watching this or listening, have maybe heard the term before, or they're just thinking they've got to get somebody in full-time that works in the gym and works for them. What is What is a virtual assistant then? So a virtual assistant is... <laughs> is like everything. It's really hard to explain because everybody has their own, um, the own things that they're really, really good at. But basically what it is, is it's your administrator, but they're working from home. So if you did have a gym, because a lot of PTs who start out don't have their own gym, obviously. So they would be renting space. They wouldn't want a secretary or, a, <laughs> or an administrator to behind them with a clipboard the whole time. Um, so it is office support, um, but the person works from home. So okay. they, they can do whatever you ask. And the good thing about it is they're not an employee. So you're not paying, you're not paying them holiday, you're not paying them benefits, you're not paying them, you know, any of any of the local stuff that you would need to do. You know, like over here, um, 
our employers pay, I think, 6% towards our social security. And then, yeah, um, and stuff like that. And they have to make sure that the tax is getting paid on our behalf. So all that kind of stuff. So you don't have to worry about that. We're, we're freelancers. So you can just pay us and that's it. Okay, so uh, a VA is somebody that's going to help you uh, with the admin side of the business. But what can you list a few things that if if I was starting out and I was looking for some support in my fitness business with the admin, what type mm -hmm. of jobs would I be given a VA to do? Um, so you might say to a VA that you want them to deal with the onboarding. So anytime you get a person signed up, they're making sure that they're getting all the emails to get them signed up. So they might you might have a, a Facebook group that all your new clients go into. Um, you might actually want to have a call with the new client and say, this is how it works, blah, 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 blah. And your VA can do that. Um, they can set up all of the systems for the payments and things like that. Um, there are other people as well who are called OBMs, so online business managers. And they're more like... Uh, project managers or strategy so if you're struggling if you don't know if you come into it and you don't know then I would suggest that you get uh, online business manager instead because they will tell you yep. what you need to do whereas with a virtual assistant you're telling them what they need to do so OBMs are a bit more expensive obviously because that's it's a it's a harder job that was kind of that was kind of going to be the next question is when you're taking a, a virtual assistant on are you expecting them to set all these things up and processes and map everything out or would would you have it all mapped out and given it to assistants so they can just follow on straight into it yeah like a virtual assistant will usually just do as you ask whereas an obm will will come in and look at everything and, and see how they can make it better for you hmm. um Saying that, there are a lot of virtual assistants who are really, really good and will just, and if you say to them um, that you, you're not quite sure how they can help you, then, you know, jump on a call with them and ask them and you'll get a really good feel straight away if they know what they're talking about or if they don't. <laughs> you yeah. just will. I mean, if you ask a question and they kind of go, oh, you know, it's the same with, the same with being a personal trainer. If, if, you, if you have a session with somebody and you say, you know, and somebody says, I don't know, how do I lose belly fat? And you go, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's kind of obvious that you don't really know what you're talking about. And it's the same with, it's the same with assistance. Hmm. So definitely have a call with somebody. So how, how do you go about finding a virtual assistant then? Is it something you just post on Facebook and see who's interested? Or is there some specific way you kind of fine tune what you're looking for? No, that's a, that is a difficult one because I feel like it's obvious because I am one. So I, I see us everywhere. But yeah, I mean, it's it's really important to be in business groups, isn't it? Mm -hmm. When you're trying to um, when you're trying to kind of scale up or you're trying to do some personal development. And there will be people in those groups who have virtual assistants or are virtual assistants um, who can recommend. But yeah, just ask. I reckon just ask there are sites like Upwork or Fiverr I wouldn't recommend them I'd recommend actually finding like a maybe one 
who specializes in fitness or one that you might have seen around or one of that one of your friends recommends yeah I'd stay away from kind of going towards those platforms yeah yeah yeah, yeah they're just because it's quite nameless which it's difficult because if you go to those kind of platforms you don't really have any guarantee that the person knows what they're doing or it can be it's really time consuming as well to go through those platforms so definitely ask so with this va then would you recommend trying to find someone quite local so you can potentially meet up for a coffee or or somebody online where you can still do this kind of face-to-face -face chat just so you can kind of get things rolling it's like the no like and trust thing you know it's the same it's the same with why would a, why would um why would somebody pick you as their personal trainer it's it's how the person is presenting themselves online and being a virtual assistant or being an obm they should have a really good online presence so they should actually be quite easy to find um I would recommend more trying to find somebody in the right specialty than finding somebody local. I mean, I've got, I've got clients in America, so it doesn't, the point of it being virtual is that they can be anywhere. It's, it's making sure you find the best person for the job. Takes us on <laughs> How much should you be paying a virtual assistant? Um, it depends who you pick. I mean, if you're, if you, <laughs> there are virtual assistants in the Philippines who charge like, three dollars an hour or something like that so it depends what tasks you've got um and it depends the value that you see in it so most virtual assistants will be about 25 pounds an hour um then when you're looking at obms it's going to be going from 25 up to probably about 100 pounds an hour so it's utilizing the right person you might have an obm just for a couple of strategy calls to get everything in place to get everything in a report how you can do things in the best possible way and then hand over to a ba who costs less to actually implement it yeah so yeah okay and then what about holding them accountable do you have like staff meetings or weekly meetings or do you kind of just give them tasks they take it off and they move on to the next thing again it depends what you want to do as a business owner because one thing that i always say is or actually really great on me is that it's your business so if you have certain things you want to use and the the va can't or doesn't know how find a different va um i, I had a call with somebody recently who said that they've got three different vas they've got one who does like their social media design They've got one who does their accounting. Fair enough if you want like a specific bookkeeper. And they've got one who does something else. And I said, why? And she said, oh, because my, my VA who does the social media design doesn't know how to use my email. So she said, if I wanted to, yeah, if I wanted her to do my email as well, then I'd have to move from active campaign to MailChimp because that's the only one she's used before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, good, good that the, that the client said, well, no, I'm going to, find somebody else because you shouldn't have to be changing things but a VA who's worth their weight should just get on with it yeah you shouldn't need to be because again it's taking your time if the point is that you're giving them tasks so that you're getting time back if you have to spend an hour on a call with them every week then it's taking your time again 
which is, yeah. is not what you want. But if you want to have a call because you want to have a catch up, <laughs> then that's up to you. You can absolutely ask for that. One of my clients I have an hour call with every week, but that's that's OBM, that's strategy. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. just, you know, you shouldn't need a catch up to say, can you send this email? Can you schedule this? Can you schedule that? I mean, pretty straightforward stuff. <laughs> so how do you know when a right time to get or reach out and get some support, or get a virtual assistance on board is? I say straight from the beginning. <laughs> I say straight from the beginning, but again, understand that people don't necessarily feel comfortable with that because it's it's a stress because that's when that's really when you feel like your business is a business isn't it when you've got staff or you've got like it's not just you who you've got to pay it's mm -hmm. it's other people um i say straight from the beginning but probably when you're getting to the point where your diary is getting full and you're working until 10 o'clock at night and then you're up again at six o'clock in the morning for your actual clients. And you, you're just thinking, because uh, you will hit burnout. Because I suppose as well, the difficulty with personal trainers as well is everybody wants before work, after work, lunchtime. And then so you're back and forth for your, you know, it's it, I found that with when we were running it, it was, it was, it was, I felt really sorry for him because it was like cycle to the gym, work six until about half past nine, cycle home, do some like development stuff for the business, cycle back for lunch time, cycle back, cycle back at dinner time, cycle back. And then doing, because you have to do, you've got to factor in sales calls as well, obviously. So, do you do you want to be working until 10 or 11 o'clock at night to get everything done? Probably not. I wouldn't want to, <laughs> to be honest. That makes all sense. So let's move on to the final bit then. We've covered how to find them, the pricing. We've not talked about what kind of tasks. I know when I got started, I was very unsure about what tasks or feeling comfortable handing tasks over for other people to do. Do you just hand all the tasks over just say here's everything you need to do or just do a couple of things at a time so you get used to somebody else doing the work not you no i would test first i would test them doing a lead magnet for me yeah i would say do you know what then it's not they're not really getting into your business and it's not that stressful for you i would say let's do let's do a package, let's do four hours. How much do you charge for four hours? In that four hours, I want you to design me a lead magnet. I will write the copy because it's your business, you should write the copy. Make me a lead magnet, show me how you do the automations, show me how that would work. And if they know what they're doing, which they should know what they're doing, then that's fine. If you come to the end of it and you think that was rubbish, then no harm, you can just walk away from it. But I mean, they should be able to design you a cheat sheet in Canva, they should then be able to connect that to an opt-in form, which then takes them to your email list, which then starts to send out an email campaign to get people interested in signing up to you. They should be able to do that and they mm -hmm. definitely should be able to do it in four hours. Nice. So that's how I would start. So the final thing I want to talk about you there, uh, with you then is can you list some of the, the most common tasks that people ask you? Because sometimes... I could be sat here now and I'm thinking, oh, okay, I'm going to give you these tasks to do. And then there's other tasks that you think 
a key that I need to give you, but I've just not even thought of it as a task. I've just thought of it as part of my day. What are like the most common tasks that you get asked or tasks that people really should be handing over to a virtual assistant? Um, okay, so specifically for personal trainers, yeah, diary management. Of um, when your sessions are dealing. Yeah, so I mean, it again, it depends on how you do it. If you're doing a lot of one-to-ones and you're letting people book in, then that should all be taken care of by your assistant you should just be as a personal trainer rocking up when you're supposed to be there you shouldn't have to be stressing about that um but then again that co- goes to more behind the scenes of what's your policy can people cancel within 24 hours they're all the you know the little bits that you need to think about but yeah diary management for sure um scheduling your content on social media now i always recommend unless you're going to pay a copywriter or someone who is fucking amazing at doing it do your own because it's your voice it's your business but get your va to schedule it yeah so you'd put it in some sort of word doc yeah and then they just blast it all out yeah just a google form um google doc smash it all out on there as you're going as your feet you know as it comes to you you don't have to do all that nonsense of making sure you've got three posts a day for seven days in advance and no whenever you feel like it whenever you you know you feel like you're in the mood to write get it all down on a sheet which is shared with your VA they should be checking in each night to make sure there's anything to post that should be going out to your email list as well so your VA should be making sure that it's going out to your email list things like that are the first steps because you don't need to be doing that that's why I'd recommend you get sorted out first and then you link them to your zero or um, what's the other one called? Your bookkeeping software and stuff like that, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, so with the diary, then are we getting the VA to follow up with uh, consultations and things as well? Would you be also getting them to phone leads on your behalf and try and book them in for consultations? Or would you would you kind of do that? I reckon you do it. Um, I've done, I've done it different ways. And the most successful one was with my ex when we had the personal training business, but he was a really, really incredible salesman. Like he ended up, we stopped the business because I decided to carry on doing this. And he decided to go into sales because he is ridiculous at sales. So, um, you should be doing that. That should be your priority. So, you know, if you're, if you're offering a transformation, session like I said before then your priority is to make sure that you've got time to call that person I have before done it where it's come through as like a they filled in a form and it's come through and then it's been automated to let me know when the form's filled in and I call them and say do you want to come in for a session and it's just takes away the personal touch Hmm. because there's a lot to be said for automation and for systemization but you also want to be a person. You don't want everything to be so taken off of your hands that you're not being seen as the business owner. Yeah. So if you have it that when people book in, they're emailing or they're messaging on social media or if they're doing it like that, then get your VA to deal with it, to deal with the bookings like that. If it's that you've got like a, 
Calendly set up or Acuity set up for your website where people are booking and packages, make sure that your VA is on top of making sure that your diary matches. That, you know, if you if you don't have it, that it's set times every week, make sure that your VA knows that and is making sure that that's all up to date. You want something that's got your back. That's yeah. what you want. It almost sounds like a personal assistant, really, someone that's going to make sure everything's done for you. Yeah. Pretty much. But they also need to know the technical side of things. Otherwise, there's no point. Yeah, yeah. So somebody's watching this, then their head is being blown by like everything that that can they can outsource and the stuff. How would somebody get in contact with you if they wanted to know how potentially you could work with them or help them or give them some hints and tips or something? Then Facebook. Yeah, I'm only on Facebook. <laughs> Can't be bothered with all the rest of it. Yeah, Facebook. You're always posting stuff from what I see as well. I am always there. And um, I've got a membership actually coming at the end of the month. So come and have a look. And then you can, you can see what kind of stuff we can do. Because there's every, in, the, in there, there's everybody. Because there's, yes, there are VAs, but there are also people who do web stuff. There are also people who help with content, with copywriting, with branding, with, you know, there's, there's a lot in business. I think, again, that goes back to why we started in the first place with me helping my ex. There are so many different departments in a business, but for some reason, when you get taught or you train and then you decide to go and start your own business, you're just expected to know how to do it all and how to run it all. Um, if you were working in an office, you'd have all of these different departments. You'd have finance, you'd have IT, you, you know, you'd have all these people. So um, yeah, make sure you find the right one. Yeah, definitely. Like, just thinking some of these extra things now, you could be your, your website backups making sure all your things yeah. are paid on time. Would, would, would you give be giving them access to your bank so they can pay your bills and stuff on time and all that, or would that be less? Depends how much you trust them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't. But I would... Um, what would I let them do financially? No, I'd just be making sure that I'd get them to make sure I've been paid. Yeah, so just access to stripes or unless, yeah. I mean, unless you unless they've been your assistant for like years and years and years, but yeah, don't give don't give a VA your bank details. <laughs> Perfect. So anybody wanting to find you, just head over to Facebook and head search for Kelly Blondell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and then I'm guessing you can answer any questions or anything that go from there. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you for coming on. I hope. A lot of people are going to now start getting, I don't know, it's just opening their eyes up to things that they probably don't even think they could outsource or even systemize in their business to make their life easier. Yeah. And they, they don't, they're not alone. They don't have to, they don't have to do everything on their own. PTs, when they're scaling, they think about getting another personal trainer to, you know, to sell some more time or blocks or packages or whatever, but they don't think about, getting their own time back from the tasks that they shouldn't be doing because you don't need your billable hours to be spent on setting up emails. It's just nonsense, isn't it? Yeah. That's something you said as well, which surprised me. A lot of people would be thinking they'd have to take somebody on for 10 hours a week or something. And where you said just four hours a month. So that's like an hour a week to get a number of tasks done. Yeah. We get a lot done in that time. I mean, I think the smallest, the smallest retainer that I will accept is is four hours a month. Mm. People always think, they, and they, you know, when they have calls, they say, oh, this can be really expensive. I think as well, because 
for us, we get it. So it makes, it's like, well, that's going to take 15 minutes. That's going to take 10 minutes. But for the person who doesn't know how to do it, it would take a long time. So you'll be, you'll actually be amazed at how much can get done in that time. And I'm guessing you've written the tasks, tasks down, you've approached the VA or yourself, and then you've said, you know what, this will actually take more than two hours or more than an hour or Mm -hmm. So you know the VA will tell you what you can and potentially can't do in that time. Yeah, like I know, for example, to schedule three posts on social media. If I if I was to look at your website and look at blogs you'd written, and you said to me, "Can you make sure that three posts are going on my wall on my business page every week?" I know that that takes me um, an hour to get three posts scheduled. So if you wanted, for example, to not have to think about your content because you've got a ton of blogs written somewhere, you can say to your VA. There you go. There's a hundred quid. Make sure that there's three posts on my business page every week. Done. That's it. Simple. Mm. So yeah. No, it's definitely. It's, it's, I think it's been quite an interesting one. We've had people come on talk about sales and lead gen and all kinds of different things. But the VA is is just it's just an interesting aspect to a business that most people don't really consider. So thanks for coming on and uh, welcome. Hopefully, a lot of people will get a lot of stuff from this. Yeah, and they can ask as well. I, I won't charge them. <laughs> they can come and just ask me whatever they want as well. Just slide into my DMs, which is fine. <laughs> okay, so that was Kelly. What did you think of the interview? It was, for me, quite interesting thinking of these systems and stuff. Most of the stuff that we have already implemented in the in our business, but it's definitely something that I didn't know when I first started. So if you're brand new to the industry, or you're just getting started, if you can implement these things now, it's not only gonna make your life easier now, but it's also gonna make sure or help you grow faster in future because you can have more time to be able to focus on the stuff that you do. And if you don't wanna do that stuff, like Kelly is herself, a virtual assistant, you could reach out to her, see what she can help you with or what she can offer to help systemize or automate part of your business. So you don't have to worry about it. Anyway, if you haven't subscribed already, make sure you do click that big red button below to subscribe. That way you never miss any future episodes. And I'll speak to you all tomorrow. Cheers.